Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Tuesday, May 30th. Ian Cameron with you, and we are joined by a special guest today, a sports better, NHL better uh, for many years, Ghost Picks Jimmy. Follow him on Twitter at GhostPicks underscore ATS uh, on Twitter. Um, Jimmy, welcome to the Ice Guys show. I know you're just as excited as me for the uh, Stanley Cup Finals coming up, and you're rocking the Panthers jersey, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I appreciate you reaching out, obviously. Um, I love, I love doing kind of collaborations with sports betters and, and kind of people that have been in this industry a little bit longer than one or two years. And, you know, people we see all over the internet doing it. So it feels good to, uh, kind of, you know, do a little collab with you. And I hope that, uh, you know, we can make something fun today, especially with the, this amazing never Stanley cup, uh, finals here. And I'm excited, you know, Vegas has had one. Heck of a run here since 2017, and Florida's looking for their first as well. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, while they grumble here in Canada under their breath about, ah, another year with no Canadian team in the Stanley Cup final. Oh, Gary Bettman's got his dream Stanley Cup final to Southern teams, two teams he's trying to grow the sport in, trying to grow the NHL in while they're grumbling and they're pissed off. I'm a hockey fan. I don't give a damn about any of that stuff. I want to just see a good Stanley Cup final. I want to see two good teams go at it. And to be quite honest with you, Jimmy, I'm fucking into this Stanley Cup final. I'm excited for it. I am. I think these are two great hockey teams. We'll get into that uh, in just a moment. But first, let's talk, Jimmy. Uh, How long have you been at this uh, as a full-time sports better? I know you've got a great YouTube channel going. I know it's in the five figures as far as subscribers uh, are concerned on that channel that you run. So you've done great work with that. I can tell you I've been at it for 12 years. Sportsmemo.com was my beginning in 2000. And 12 feels like a long time ago. Uh, Various websites. Lucky to say I'm over 23,000 Twitter followers now, which is, uh, I don't know how. I'm I'm amazed 23,000 people give two shits about what I have to say and think, but uh, I certainly uh, am humbled by it. Uh, But Jimmy, talk about you and how you got into the business and uh, your love for sports, your love for sports betting. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a very interesting story. It's a very unique story. Uh, I think just like everybody else growing up as a kid, um, you know, I kind of had like the local, this weird flower shop that you were allowed to gamble at. And it was kind of like that unforeseen stuff that goes on throughout the communities. And it's kind of like the typical thing you see on a movie. And I loved end up gambling in the NFL. Right. And then I'm from uh, uh, Northeast Pennsylvania. So it's not like hockey was a big thing or anything like that at the time. But developed a love for gambling obviously maybe a little bit too too much of a love and then uh while i was in the military actually um i started like posting a lot of the stuff i was doing on youtube you know the phones start becoming a big thing and then i would say around 2015 is when i was really trying to take this thing to real levels and then by 2017 um, i had people from graduating baylor um, Canadians, uh, uh, some some guys from England as well, kind of linking up with me and my team on my website. And uh, we developed a great business out of it. And, you know, it's a daily grind. Uh, like you said, I have a pretty decent YouTube channel, pretty deep, pretty 
pretty great following over on TikTok now as well. Um, I'm pulling some heavy numbers over there for some reason, but uh, you know, the, the way that the times are changing and uh, you know, I, doing this every single day, I love hockey more and more every day. It's my favorite sport to watch now. And uh, yeah, that's kind of, kind of a brief background of how I kind of got into this. I love it. I love the fact that you, what you just said, you've become a huge hockey fan to the point that it's your favorite sport to watch now. Without uh, and obviously to me, for me, it's been hockey and football pretty much tied, you know, as my favorite uh, two sports to watch. And actually they're my two most profitable sports long-term, you know, they're two of the sports that I've had the most success with. And, you know, I love all football, NFL, college football, CFL is going to start next week. I'm so looking forward to that. I'm a Hamilton Tiger Cat season ticket holder. You see the sign there in the uh, background. We're ready to rock with Bo Levi Mitchell this year. Uh, hopefully oh, a big year ahead. Um, we've got USFL and XFL. Hell, I'm handicapping those two sports right now, those two football leagues right now, uh, the spring leagues. So I love football, but, man, hockey's right there. It's just such an incredible sport. There's no question. And, you know, I find that they've got to just do a better job marketing their players and marketing the sport, the NHL. I mean, to me, it's kind of – it's great to see Matthew Kachuk on the NBA on TNT the other night with, yep. the, with the guys, Ernie, Kenny, uh, Chuck, and Shaq, and that's huge for the league to promote it. But, you know, when TNT and Charles Barkley, you know, are doing the best job to promote your sport, you're doing something wrong as a <laughs> The NHL's got to be a little bit better uh, in a bunch of areas, but I love that you love hockey. Someone from the United States, Jimmy, because I can't believe it when ESPN, Jimmy. I don't know if you how closely you see the tweets for from the ESPN Twitter regarding hockey. They'll post a highlight from a hockey game, and right. I'm seeing people just react and reply to it. Not a sport. Do you know how many yeah. times I see that? Not a sport, and I feel like saying to them, "You're fucking idiots, man. I mean, uh, you don't know what you're missing." This is such an incredible sport. The pain and just what these players will put themselves through physically, mentally, emotionally to get their name on the Stanley Cup is something you will never see in any other sport. And I've got to watch and see this disrespect that people yeah. have on Twitter for hockey when ESPN posts a clip say not a sport. And I know, look, hockey's got a lot of room to grow in the United States. It's behind football. It's behind basketball. There was even a time it was way behind baseball, but I think they're starting to even close the gap a little yeah. bit on baseball at least. But when I see that, it just makes me livid, man. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you know, I'm glad you kind of said about the, the, the awareness for hockey, and I think that this finals is massive for that. Um, Vegas and Florida, you know, you're talking two of the best places in America that people like to go. Uh, and in, you know, Florida, down in Fort Lauderdale, that area, uh, and their arena and everything, it's just, it, this this alone, this NHL Stanley Cup alone is going to boost um, the, the awareness of the NHL in America. And it's going to make more fans. And I think you're right. I think they do need to do a better job promoting it. Like I said, not being a hockey fan growing up and then starting to watch hockey and then get into gambling with it. And then sitting, you know, front rows or second or third row up. And mind you, I have zero knowledge of hockey growing up, right? I used to wear flyer jerseys and play hockey as a kid with, you know, just, but I never really knew the hockey game like that. And when you go and you see it and you're there watching these players, the, the athleticism is on another level. It is, I'm mind blown every time I go to a hockey game and watching these guys, like we were talking about Jack Hughes 
or Connor McDavid, like these guys on skates, they do something that they will never be able to, like people will ever be able to do it again. It's, it's remarkable. And I'm very excited that Vegas and Florida made it into the, to the Stanley cup. It's going to be big for the sport. It is. And uh, where are you uh, residing right now? I should ask that. I'm kind of close to Philadelphia. Close to Philly. Okay, good stuff. So uh, obviously the Flyers are in a tough time right now. They're rebuilding. Uh, It's not going well. Uh, Obviously, they just fired their GM. They made a front office shakeup. Of course, Keith Jones is now uh, the president of hockey operations. And now Daniel Briere, the general manager of the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, So they've got a lot of work to do. And they're in a tough spot because it seems like there's very few teams getting worse, a lot getting better especially in the Eastern Conference. So, you know, it's going to be a while. And look, uh, the the Flyers have had some tough years. And, you know, I'm sure you can speak to it. The Eagles and the Sixers have taken over uh, the city. Uh, Eagles, of course, uh, they won the Super Bowl with Foles a few years ago. Uh, They got to the Super Bowl this year. They just locked up Jalen Hurts uh, long-term at quarterback. And, of course, in the other Philly team, you got the Sixers, who have been knocking on the door of the conference finals for several years in the NBA, can't get over that second-round hump. They, uh, not surprisingly, get rid of Doc Rivers, who's had a brutal time uh, closing out series here the last few years, and they're going to hope they go from a doctor to another hospital staff member, the nurse, from the doctor to the nurse, uh, to change things and get them over this hump now with Nick Nurse becoming the head coach. So, I know locally for you, Jimmy, the Flyers, I mean, tough times in that city when you see, you know, the Eagles and the Sixers are contending for titles and the Flyers are bringing up the rear uh, in the, one of the worst teams in the NHL and not even is a sniff of winning the lottery this year and trying to get Connor Bedard, which obviously a player that went to Chicago. Yeah, and that that story is is amazing. The fact that Chicago beat Pitt at the end of the year, you know, all that talk, uh, you know, it was just a wild story for Bedard and I'm excited to see how he performs in the NHL. I mean, kind of a kind of a Austin Matthews slash Connor McDavid style guy. You know, he's got that super fast shot, but uh, I'll be interested to see how he performs with the top dogs. Um, but you're right, you know, the Flyers just again, they don't have pull in, in Philly. I think even if they did well, they would they would boost their fan base maybe for the playoffs. But you know, the the this state this area is ran by the Philadelphia Eagles. It doesn't matter. It always will be. It's it's just, it, I'm telling you, if you've never been to an Eagles game, it is something that everybody in the world should, I've been all over the world, seen almost every sport. Get to the no, link. There you go. That's what you're nothing, trying to say. Yeah. Nothing compared to, to an Eagles game. Nothing. Yeah, and I'd fall off. Obviously, there's a fan base that booed Santa Claus in an Eagle game years and years ago. So you know how wild they can be. Uh, a little bit uh, influenced by uh, some uh, libations, I'm sure. But that's okay. That's why we go to sporting events. We have our that's fun. Right. We get, get shit-faced, right. so be it. Uh, speaking of getting shit-faced, it was a very appropriate time that we're doing this recording of this show the day after Memorial Day, considering your uh, uh, service academy background. Uh, no question about that. But Memorial Day weekend for you, how is that? And uh, uh, talk about that a little bit, just that experience being in the Army. Yeah, you know, that was pretty wild. I mean, I've, you know, it's so real in the moment. And now that I have time to reflect on it and, you know, it's almost breathtaking, the stuff you miss, the stuff that you don't miss. And then, you know, the things you've experienced and then the things that, you know, you wish you could have changed or things you wish you could have done, just like everything else in the world, every job that you had in the world. um, You know, you kind of look back and you kind of reflect after a long time sometimes. And I sit there and you know, Memorial Day for me isn't about anything that I've ever done. 
uh, I'm alive and I am well. It's always to me about, you know, some of my friends that unfortunately are no longer here or, you know, even the friends of the friends that I know and the stories that I know that are just mind blowing to me. And, um, you know, it's always a good time to reflect on them, maybe reach out. I have a, a good close buddy, reach out to his family and, you know, just ask them how they're doing. And, uh, that, that's what it's about to me. You know, I'm alive. I'm well, I had a, had a terrific job. That was my job. And, uh, you know, fortunately for me, everything went well. And, uh, yeah, that's what it's about for me. Yeah, absolutely. And again, as we said yesterday on our live show uh, on Monday, we mentioned it. And again, uh, we uh, wish everyone a belated happy Memorial Day and weekend. And hopefully, uh, again, thanks to the uh, everybody that serves, uh, not only in the U.S., but abroad uh, as well. Uh, around the world um jimmy let's get into some hockey we've got the stanley cup finals we've got a series price uh obviously that's the thing about sports betting these days i remember when i first started 12 years ago you'd have to wait till the next day before they finally posted a damn series price uh for the next series now it's instantly you're seeing FanDuel and DraftKings and all these different sports books and even in las vegas just instantly as soon as that yeah, they they project them before the there. You know, you hear it, game five, game six of the season or the the series before. Yep. Oh, if, if Florida wins, this is the price. Like, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, it's automatic, and then it's like right after Dallas or Vegas, I should say, clinched that series uh, last night against Dallas. There, you're seeing the series price get posted. So currently, we see the Vegas Golden Knights minus one thirty series favorites over the uh, Florida Panthers. Uh, this series, of course, begins Saturday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, with game one between these two teams. Uh, I think when you look at, first of all, if you look at forwards specifically, and even the blue line, you know, on paper, you'd probably give Vegas a small edge in both accounts. I think line one through four for them, one through six on the blue line. But here's the thing that I say about the blue line battle in this series, Jimmy, because I said going into each series, well, I'll take Boston's one through six on the blue line over Florida's. I'll take Toronto's. I'll take Carolina's. And Florida's blue line outplayed all three of those teams. Yeah. And here's why. We know how good Brandon Montour is. This is the best yes. hockey I've ever seen him play. He's got incredible speed, great transition defenseman, great in his own end, incredible shot, lethal shot from the point, uh, a season best in terms of points and production from the blue line for him. We know Aaron Ekblad's been one of the better uh, defensemen in the NHL for a few years. I think Gustav Forsling is someone who's really taken his game forward this year. But I thought there were big question marks with Josh Mahura with a slow-footed Radko Gudas on this Florida blue line. That's where they could suffer compared to the depth of some of these other teams. But I'm seeing Mahura. I'm seeing Gudas, Jimmy. These guys playing the best hockey they've ever played. Maybe they're playing uh, over their heads good. But the fact is, they are. And that's what's helped Florida get to this point. So whatever lack of depth they were supposed to have on the blue line, it's not showing up because this is the best Josh Mahura I've ever seen. This is the best Radko Gudis I've ever seen. He's not a fast skater, Radko Gudis, but I saw him in that Carolina series, Jimmy. He turned the puck over in the neutral zone, which, as you know, is like a quagmire. You turn the puck over in that area of the ice, you're fucked, you know, a lot of times, and you're going to get scored on. He puts his head down. He gets back in position, and he takes away, I think, what would have been a partial breakaway for Martinuk from the Carolina Hurricanes. And I'm like, Radko Gudis just did that? He skated that far back into get proper position and stop an odd man rush? I've never seen that. That speaks to just how well this guy's playing. Whatever 
every ounce of his abilities, he's getting it right now out of himself. And that's what this Florida team is doing, Jimmy, in these playoffs. And it's it's not symbolized more, any more or any more clearly than what they are getting from that blue line, one through six. The blue line that was supposed to be so inferior to Boston's and Car- and Toronto's and Carolina's. And yet here they are as a group, one through six. They played well. All four lines have stepped up. You know, Matthew Kachuk's been Mr. Clutch, Jimmy, but mm. Carter Verhage's contributions. Barkov, yeah, he wasn't scoring in the first two rounds, and he finally did in the conference finals, but what he's done defensively against the best players on the other team, just exceptional, no question. Nick Cousins, a depth forward that stepped up. Duclair has had a very, very good playoffs. How about Ryan Lomberg, the pest? He's he's irritant as fuck to the opponent. He gets under your skin, but that's why he's there. He goes to the front of the net. He goes to the tough areas of the ice to score goals like he did against Carolina. They're getting contributions from everybody jimmy yeah you know everything you're saying is music to my ears you know make me you make me want to go bet florida more and you know out of out of everything i've talked about with this series so far you know you couldn't have opened it up with a better uh intro for florida i mean you're absolutely right what gudis is doing right now is unbelievable uh Forsling has been playing phenomenal hockey. Ekblad's had some great opportunities too. Montour almost had that game winner open net. I mean, it's just been, it's been there. Everyone's playing perfect hockey, but I just, there's something with Butch right now that's holding these guys together, that the confidence is at an all time high after game five uh, in Boston, when they're placing that puck, did you see that little, that little segment they had in the locker room? You know, when we come back here for game seven, remember this, it's just, you know, the 16 pucks there, one for every playoff win. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, I don't, I don't think it's about these guys right now. I think it's about the head honcho coming in here, giving these guys the confidence they need to go, you know, one and one in the series between these two teams and, uh, or in, in this year between these two teams. And I tell you what, this is going to be an absolute dogfight. The, the regular season stats mean nothing. This is who wants it more, who's playing better hockey. And who's confident, just like these guys, like you said, the blue line has been superb. It's it's literally been perfect. There's no better four lines in NHL than I've seen in a very long time, like this year's Boston Bruins. And Florida, they outdid them. They absolutely did. There's no question. Um, and uh, the, like I said, they've gotten it. And of course, the backbone, Sergei Bobrovsky and Net has been Absolutely exceptional. You know what's unbelievable about him, Jimmy, is that Sergei Bobrovsky for the last couple of years, let's be truthful here, he hasn't been great. He really hasn't. He's been up and down. He's had some good moments, but he's had a lot of mediocrity. He's had a lot of games where he's been pulled and he's given up five or six goals. And even this season, you know, the first half was up and down for Sergei Bobrovsky. Post-All-Star break, he was kind of up and down again. He gets the illness late in the season and Alex Lyon, this young journeyman minor league goaltender for much of his career he was actually in the Flyers organization mm-hmm. uh, previously, Alex Lyon. And I never thought he was anything spectacular and he really struggled both with the Flyers and even at times up and down with their AHL team. His numbers were like, he had an 870 save percentage at one point with the AHL team. And I'm like, that's not good at all. How do you have faith in this guy? But he won a Calder cup last year in the AHL with the Chicago Wolves. He played great. I think it gave him confidence. He ended up with Florida called up this year. 
uh, because obviously Spencer Knight, and we wish Spencer Knight well, he still could be the future of this team in net, but he's going through some issues off the ice and mental uh, you know, health struggles, yeah. and we wish him well uh, with that, and uh, hopefully he gets uh, back onto the ice at some point uh, for this team. But Alex Lyons saves the day late in the regular season, plays great. They get red hot down the stretch just to get in to the damn playoffs. We're not even talking about them in the Stanley Cup finals without that run. We're not even talking, Jimmy, about them in the Stanley Cup finals or in the playoffs without Paul Maurice lighting his team up publicly in that Toronto game in the regular season when they were really they were really looking like a team that was going to miss the playoffs and they were playing like horse shit, complete and utter dog shit in that game against Toronto. I remember it. They were lifeless. They were pathetic. They were losing two to one and it could have been a lot worse. And he just says, you're all playing like fucking bitches. You yep. can read his lips on the bench when he just lit them up, tore a fucking strip off them on the bench. And from that moment on, they've been a different team. They came back, won that game, red hot to finish the regular season, got into the playoffs and the rest is history. Unreal. Yeah, like I said before, the head honcho controls this team right now. Uh, Maurice has been phenomenal. It's And you know what? You forgot to mention Bennett, and this man has been unbelievable. Uh, Sam Bennett's been playing amazing hockey. This he hits is, everything in sight, everything. It's, yeah. it's literally everything. And, you know, unfortunately, when two of the best teams come together, everyone, you could – draw side for A and B, but someone's going to have to win. And this Vegas team is very scary. They're they are, well they are this Vegas team coming up uh, scary indeed. Um, I want to mention about Paul Maurice. And I actually said this, we actually had someone that played pro hockey many years. He's living in Florida now, South Florida area. He's gone to a bunch of these Panthers games this season, regular season playoffs, Brett Pepler. He joined me on the uh, show uh, yesterday. Um, and he mentioned, you talked about how this is going to be a big deal now, the Stanley Cup final run for Florida for hockey in that area. Brett Pepler said the same thing yesterday because he runs hockey camps now. He, he trains kids in the South Florida area now that he's retired. And he said yesterday on the show that registrations have already increased significantly like the last month or two right. with this run starting up for the Florida Panthers. So already we're seeing – you know, a little bit more interest from young kids in, in that area, South Florida, Miami-Dade County, and Fort Lauderdale, and, you know, all those areas around that uh, Sunrise, Florida, where the uh, actual building is, where the team plays. And you're seeing interest go up. Kids are watching the this Florida Panthers team in this Stanley Cup playoff run of theirs, and they're saying, wow, they're watching. They're saying, this is a pretty cool sport. It's pretty exciting. Phenomenal. Why wouldn't you think that when you start watching hockey? It's, it's that yeah. good. And now all of a sudden they're thinking to themselves, hmm, Maybe I should not only watch this sport, maybe give it a try playing it. And it, that's yeah. how you start something. That's how you start what Dallas is doing. Texas kids are playing more hockey now. Arizona kids. Austin Matthews isn't in the league right now without the Phoenix Coyotes going yeah. there back in 1996. Now, I know they're on their last legs potentially as a franchise. They're tough times right now. <laughs> but the fact they got there in the first place, if that doesn't happen, we may not see an Austin Matthews now in the NH or Tage Thompson for that matter. There's another Arizona kid in the NHL. So that's how you start growing more uh, kids and, and young players in a state is seeing te a team there and a team have success and, and go on a long playoff run. And Florida's doing that. And it's going to be good long-term for in interest in hockey and developing more hockey players as young kids from that state. Yeah, I'd be interested to see if we could get Lyon back here in Philly uh, after that <laughs> performance he did. Because yeah. you're right, it was just it was. Bobrowski was 
I think you kind of were easy on him. I think he's been atrocious lately. Uh, and you know what? A lot of that had to do with Florida's defense, too. I think they were playing very forward, a lot of breakaways. They, they just weren't playing like they're playing right now. And, you know, that's never good for a goaltender. We've seen that, uh, what was it, two years ago when, uh, what's his name, from Vegas, uh, he leaves, goes to Chicago. Flurry. And, what? Flurry. Yeah. Mark Flurry. Flurry. And, and a lot of that's just because the, the defense ain't there. It's, it's a lot more than just being a great goaltender, making immaculate saves. If you don't have the guys in front of you doing the right things, you're going to get exposed just like Flurry did. But um, you're right. And and uh, down in Florida, hockey's becoming a big thing. There's a lot of northern guys coming down, and it's it's been increasing. I kind of wish that that side of Florida, that southeast, understood what kind of that, that Midwest Tampa area has been doing the last couple years because it this is – two of the best powerhouses in the NHL, pretty extremely close. And, uh, you know, it's just tough that it's, it's hard to try to bring that northern that northern love down into the southern states. You know, I have a, a best friend of mine who uh, grew up, big NHL guy, all, you know, upstate Minnesota, all of his friends, big hockey guys, a lot in the NHL um, currently. And he came down, lived in Florida for a couple of years. He said, all right, I got to go back. I got to go back. And I said, why? He's like, my kids got to play hockey. So these Northern kids, they, they, they live it. They, they breed it. They, they want it. And it's down here in these Southern States is that love, that, that passion for it just ain't here yet. It's not here yet, but, I'll you, but uh, there's definitely seeds of the sowing, the seeds of it getting there at some point, Absolutely, that kind of love. And this is what helps, you know, a run the Florida Panthers are on. So we've talked glowingly about everything, Florida. And one last point about Maurice. I I've always liked Paul Maurice as a head coach from his very beginning, 1995. Uh, he yeah. started as, as a very young head coach. I think he was even younger than me, you know, when he started as an NHL head coach in 1995, because I'm 38 now, you know, and yeah. he was even younger than that. Uh, in 1995 when he started with Hartford, who then moved to Carolina, and he had two stints with Carolina, coached for the Toronto Maple Leafs briefly, coached for the Winnipeg Jets uh, most recently, and now here he is with the Florida Panthers. He is a smart guy. He's very articulate. He's so well-spoken. He's a great public speaker, great orator. Uh, he is one of the best press conference listens in the NHL. He gives you everything. Like, he's so honest. He's like he's just basically going to say whatever the hell is on his mind uh, about his team with great detail. Not one of these, you know, three word answers. You know, yeah. he goes into incredible detail and it's good as a better and a handicapper because you actually get good info and you say, hmm, this is what he's thinking. He might change yeah. the lines. How can I maybe make a bet on that in the next game? He actually gives you as a better. You're actually liking a guy like Maurice because he says whatever's on his mind. And he'll say, hey, I'm going to change things or we're going to do this now. We're going to maybe play a little bit more defensive minded. No, we got to open up the attack a bit more. He, he'll give you all that info. And but my problem with the hire in Florida, Jimmy, was they were a transition team last year. They were yeah. kind of one of those teams that they traded chances, rushed chances. That's yeah. the way they played a very wide open style. And Maurice is trying to get them to play more of a chip and chase yeah. cycle game, heavy on the four check style of hockey, mm -hmm. which is a complete departure from the way the Panthers played under Joel Quenville slash Andrew Brunette last year when yeah. they coached the team. Total change. And it looked like a, a bad fit early this season. Like they weren't grasping the system. Uh, Maurice is, you know, Maurice was not a good fit. They were struggling. They were looked like they were dead halfway through the season, quite honestly, uh, the Florida Panthers. But then they played their best. They got better defensively. 
Bobrovsky got hot. Lyon chipped in with great goaltending. They grasped the system. They started to have better forecheck. And now that forecheck, Jimmy, it's the fucking hallmark of why they're in the Stanley Cup final right now. They are a tenacious forechecking team. They are a heavy cycle team. Once they get that puck moving in the offensive zone with that cycle and they get it back to the point, a high-low type of game in the offensive zone, it's difficult on the opponent. And that's Maurice's system to a T. And yeah, it took them until late March to figure it out and start winning, but they did just in the nick of time, and now here they are. And now I can't say anymore that it was a bad fit. It, the magical run has proven otherwise. Yeah, I think the best way to sum up uh, Maurice is that he's just an honest leader. And it's tough to find those these days. It's tough to find those guys that are super honest and are clearly leading a team. He's emotional with the team. The team are it's it's I, I, I've always wondered what it's like to be, you know, 20, 20 year old kid and in, in your young 30s listening to another guy. You know, you're at you're a professional. And he has proven that he is the leader of the team. He is the heart and soul of the team right now. And not only that, he's giving them everything they need to win. And like you said, you know, last year, you know, especially as a better, you're looking at those six and a half lines with Florida. Every game, over, over, over. Bobrowski's given three, four goals a game. There's no doubt about it. They play wide open hockey. And now this year, I think the the, the aspect that they started to grasp is just buy into what he wants. Buy in. You guys got the talent. You guys got the leadership. Barkov's going to lead that team everywhere they need to go. Um, and I think they're kind of just putting it all together at the right. And that's every every year at the end of hockey, it's who's got the hottest team at the end of the year, who's got the hot goaltender, but who's brought it together at the right time. And fortunately, Florida has done that. And they've, they've, they've ran through some very impressive teams to get here. Uh, and I think Paul Maurice is the reason for all of it. Yeah, Paul Maurice, like I say, um, I was so worried, like, oh, my God. In October and November, I was doing the Ice Guys show early in the season, and I was on this show, and I, you can go back in the archives and see. I'm saying this looks like an awful fit right now, uh, right, Paul Maurice with this group. Like, they're going from a completely different style of play. They're tra- trying to transition them into more of that chip-and-chase four-check, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. cycle game, defensively responsible, and not really jump into the play as much like they did last year. And it didn't look good early, but, man – they have grasped it. They have gotten much better defensively. And you talk about how they were. You're right. I was betting a lot of those over six and a halfs last year. Who wasn't with those Florida teams? And now this year, you'll actually look at the playoffs. They've been since the maybe in the Boston series, there were a couple overs. But for the most part, they've been a dead nuts fucking under team game to game with their totals here in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. And it's because Bobrovsky just is playing at such an elite level and they've gotten yeah. such a grasp of that defensive style of play that they need to be successful in the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're actually first uh, as far as first period unders um, this NHL postseason. I mean, Bobrovsky's only given up 19 goals the last 10 games. I mean, it's just been it's been a completely different Florida Panthers team than what we are accustomed to. And as a better, it is almost hard to go in there and look and see a six or a five and a half with a Florida Panther symbol next to it. It's just something that we're not accustomed to. And, you know, Bob and the defense, like you said, the four check has been insane. Um, it's been winning them games. And, uh, you know, it's you got guys like Lombard that are just coming at you every which way and won't get away from you. And are willing to fight in any second. And, you know, not a lot of teams. That guy's it. got one hell of a fucking engine and there's no oh. off switch. Oh, 
There isn't. Not an animal. He is an absolute animal. A little, a little mouse. Oh, God. Yeah. He's a, li- he's a little rat. You know, they throw rats exactly. on the ice. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly what he is. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a real life human form rat. Is what he and is. you know, I mean that in all respect. By the way, I do. His he plays whole, the game the right way. His whole pregame, he's big into the stands. You know, there's guys that are focused. Lombard's always like looking in the stands. He's always like taking it in. Like he's just a showboat kind of guy. And for how small he is on the ice, and the hundred percent, hundred percent effort that he puts in every single game, you can't buy that. You know, you can't buy it. You can't. There's no doubt. So we've given a lot of flowers here to the Florida Panthers the last uh, five, ten minutes here on the show. We do have to give some now to their opponent, the Vegas Golden Knights, because this is a hell of a hockey team right here. Their top line dominated the Dallas series, and I thought they played well at the end of the Edmonton series against that mighty Oilers team with McDavid and Dreisaitl uh, in the second round. I mean, when you look at it, Jack Eichel, who now in his first Stanley Cup playoffs is in the Stanley Cup final, he is playing great. He looks finally 100% healthy. The neck is no longer an issue uh, with him. He's he's recovered from that surgery. And him with Jonathan Marcheseau, and I'm gonna we're going to talk some series props in just a moment, and I'll get to Marcheseau with some of those props in just a minute. But Marcheseau with Eichel, and the guy they got from the St. Louis Blues is on that line. As I like to call him, Ivan Clochet Barbashev. Ivan yep. Barbashev, uh, he has been excellent uh, as a like a he's one of the guys that does the physical work to free up open space and open ice for Eichel and Marcia. So and that trio has been great. Riley Smith and William Carlson on the second line for the Vegas Golden Knights uh, have both played pretty steady throughout the playoffs. Chandler Stevenson, who's been one of their top forwards these playoffs, is on their third line. It yep. speaks to how depth laden they are with uh, the captain. Mark Stone. You look at the best line last night. It wasn't even any of those lines I just mentioned when they finished off Dallas in game six. Their best line was their fourth line. William Carrier, Nicholas Waugh, Keegan Colasar. Uh, William Carrier gets the first goal against Dallas. That line was just buzzing in the Dallas zone. And that's their fourth line. And it was their best line in game six against Dallas. So that's why Vegas is scary. All four lines are strong, depth-laden, can contribute. And then you get to the blue line, same thing. I mean, Alec Martinez, Stanley Cup winner with the Kings. Alex Petrangelo, Stanley Cup winner with the St. Louis Blues. Braden McNabb, good, steady, shutdown, physical defenseman. Shea Theodore, who's, I think, one of the up-and-coming, rising defensemen in the league. He is a really good one, and he's still only a very young uh, player as well, just in his early 20s still. Nick Haig, Zach Whitecloud. That might be the best third pair defense core, uh, third pair defense in the NHL. Maybe the best bottom pairing, third pairing in the league. And then, of yep. course, good enough goaltending for Maiden Hill, who doesn't have to be spectacular because the defense is good in front of him. And all he has to do is make the saves he should make. And that's why Vegas is here. So, I again, on paper, I think Vegas has a little bit more depth than Florida up front and on the blue line. But Florida's been able to beat opponents that you could have said that about all the three opponents Florida's played. But I still believe heart of hearts right now, Jimmy, that Florida is going to be in for a hell of a challenge here with this Vegas Golden Knights team uh, in this round of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs here in the finals. Yeah, this Vegas team has it all, Um, you know, really breaking this series down so far, looking into it. I don't mind the 130 uh, laying laying the opening 130 on Vegas. there's a couple of reasons for that, and I'll touch on it. But this, their their four lines are, is very scary. Jack Eichel's probably playing the best hockey 
that I've seen right now. Marchessault has been unbelievable, putting in goal after goal. Uh, I mean, and then Aiden Hill, you know, what you can't say more about a, a guy who has three shutout road wins. Um, this team has just been shutting cities down uh, and bringing people to Vegas and slapping them around. I mean, it's it's been a very fun, what are we at, six years now for Vegas. Um, Bruce is doing a very phenomenal job. Petrolangelo has been phenomenal. I, I mean, every every player on Vegas right now, they're not exceeding expectations. They're just playing the best fundamental team hockey. Back with Aiden Hill, I, 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 I'm I a Florida guy. I just don't – I don't know if Florida could really win seven, you know, in seven against this team. I think playing in Vegas is too tough. Uh, but like you said, just breaking down this lineup in general, um, I think that the depth, the, the time off uh, for Florida, especially game one, I love Vegas in this in this matchup, and if you are a Panthers better, I think you'll get a better price after Game One to take him in the series. So I don't mind the 130 right now with yep. Vegas. I just think that they have too much right now. Um, they have the the obviously home ice advantage here with a better uh, record, but um, I just think that right now 130 with this phenomenal Vegas team, I, I don't see how you don't. Their 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 road. Their road wins are, are too good, and uh, it's just tough. I, I think that they're just a tough, tough team. Give anybody a headache. I mean, what they did to Dallas game six is unbelievable. They are one of the best defensive core teams in all of the NHL, and they just obliterated them on their home ice with their last line like it was nothing. Yeah, and you know what's amazing is I'm watching that, and of course this was uh, last night when uh, Vegas uh, won 6 nothing to end that series against Dallas. Dallas had 23 shots on goal for the entire game. Like near With about three minutes left in the second, I looked at the uh, scoreboard on television. There was like 12 shots on goal for Dallas late in the second period. In a must-win game must on win. home ice, they needed the game to save their season, to stay alive, and that team only had 12 shots on goal late in the second period, which shows you just how suffocating, stifling yeah. the Vegas team was defensively. And they were locked in. They finally raised their game to like, we're putting an end to this shit. It's over yeah. tonight. And they did. And they were just a clinical defensive outfit last night. I think it opened up 15 to two shots on goal. Yeah. On your ice. Yeah. They just have no fear. They're cool. They're calm. They're composed. Uh, their goaltender has been amazing. Um, you know, it's, it, I mean, that again, and, you know, looking through both series, right, Florida and Vegas, their route to get here has been so special. It's been so, it's a, it's a great story for both teams, right? Obviously, especially with Florida beating Boston, but Vegas had a lot, you know, going against Dallas was a tough matchup in my eyes. That defense is so good. Um, and they, they made them look silly. They really did. They absolutely did. There's no question. So it sounds like Jimmy, he's got the Panthers jersey, but you never bet with your heart in this business because that's, that's right. when your heart gets ripped out. Sounds like Jimmy's liking Vegas a little bit here. Uh, minus 130 series price. And again, if you like them to win game one, and it does kind of feel like they might be sitting in a good situation in game one. Although I will put the caveat out there with Florida. I was concerned about the break for them after beating Toronto. Going yeah. into the Carolina series because they were in a one week break there too with one week without playing after they knocked off the Leafs and they went to Carolina and they got that great, that four overtime uh, marathon win 
uh, in game one. So they did win game one in spite of the long break. So maybe the long break won't be a, a big deal for Florida, but this is an even longer one. You know, when yeah. you factor in, this isn't going to start till Saturday. That's over a week now since yeah. we've last seen the Florida Panthers play. So will they be on their game? Will they be at their absolute best right away here in game one with such a long uh, layoff uh, like that? That ends up being a big uh, question mark for sure. I'm going to see if I can get this uh, share screen to work here uh, with us there. But there we go. And we'll see if we can uh, bring it on the uh, see if I can do the zoom here. There we go. Let's get it uh, a little bigger. We're going to look at a few props here. This is the this is the uh, largest goal score for the uh, series here. This is courtesy of uh, Bet365 here. But uh, as you can see, this is the player to have the most goals in the Stanley Cup Finals. Matthew Kachuk, as you'd expect, uh, is the favorite at plus 450. Uh, Carter Verhage, plus 600. Jack Eichel, plus 600. And I'm going to get to the guy that I think's got the value in this uh, series prop category. Jonathan Marcheseau for Vegas at plus 700 with what he's doing right now uh, for this uh, team. I think if you even actually look at the points, um, most points in the series, you could bet on Marcheseau as well uh, because it's actually been points. He's been even uh, better in terms of uh, production. But you look at what he did in the Dallas series. He had a five-game point streak to end that series with two, three, four, six, seven points in the last five games of that series, going back to the last two games of the Edmonton series, which is uh, one, two, three, four, five, eight games since the last two games of the Edmonton series, Jonathan Marsh or so he has had eight, nine, 10, 12, 13 points, 13 points in those eight games. So to me, that is significant. And actually I'll go to the most points in the series. What is he there? Plus six fifty for most wow. points. Uh, in the series. So I think it's worth a bet, both of them, for Jonathan Marcheseau. Plus 700, Jonathan Marcheseau, Vegas Golden Knights to have most goals in the series, and plus 650, Jonathan Marcheseau to have the most points uh, in the series. He is absolutely rolling right now for the Golden Knights. He scores another big goal for them in the clinching game last night against the uh, Dallas Stars. Jimmy, those are some of the up uh, looks that stand out to me as far as the player for most goals and most points in the Stanley Cup final coming up. I think Marsha shows great value. Now look, Kachuk's a deserving favorite, right? In both categories. I get it. Points and goals. But we're looking for a little more bang for our buck. Would you rather take plus 250 or plus 650? And I find it plus 650 for the points, most points in the series, and plus 700 for most goals in the series. I truly believe that's great value for Jonathan Marsha so. Yeah, if I'm if I'm taking a Florida Panther, which I'm not, which I wouldn't, and it's funny you you like March Saw because right when I said his name before, that's what I like. I like March Saw to have the most goals. Uh, I like any uh, any Vegas player really. I don't mind Jack Eichel either. Uh, but if I'm betting a Florida Panther, I'm going to look at Verhage here. Uh, I think Tuchuk's been phenomenal, uh, obviously, uh, but. I just think that the values on the Vegas players, they're, they're putting in the goals. They're scoring a lot more goals. You know, these Florida Panthers games, like we said, they're, they've been super low scoring. I just think that if we're looking for value, like you said, uh, you know, we're getting six, 700 here uh, for kind of a series prop. I, I And especially with a team that I think is going to come out on top. I, I, I really like Marcus on this, in this one. All right, there we go. Jonathan, uh, uh, like in Carter for Hagee for Florida, if you had to pick a Panther. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy's liking uh, Carter Verhage. Yeah, I wouldn't. I think that's. I think that's a solid price. Like uh, this, I, this is like horse racing, right? You're trying to beat the favorite uh, here. Yeah. 
uh, a little bit. And that's Matthew Kachuk. And look, Matthew Kachuk's just been so amazing that maybe he's just too good. He's going to be the leading goal scorer and leading point scorer. But I always like to say I like to look for a little more value, a little bit, bit better price. And I find given the price you're getting with Verhage, for instance, like Verhage's got a great shot. You know, he, and he's proven to be a pretty big time clutch playoff scorer. And certainly I think that of Marsha. So no question for uh, Vegas. So uh, definitely those are a couple of good looks there. I'm just looking who, uh, what else we have in terms of, oh, there we go. That goes part and parcel with this prop here to score three plus goals in the series. I mean, Marsha. So plus one ten. like, uh, yeah, I know the price is good enough to me plus one ten just to get three goals in the series for Marsha. So uh, that's definitely something I'll be looking at. I'll be looking at that minus one forty for Kachuk though. He that's yeah, I didn't I that's didn't all that. it is for Kachuk too. Uh, this is again three goals. That's all they need for the entire series. And Kachuk, I know he's the favorite, minus one forty, but <laughs> the way he's going right now, yeah, he could have been, three goals in the first two games of the yeah. series. So Kachuk's only minus one forty. I might have to might have to get in on that. Yeah, duh, certainly again. You can't argue with the uh, odds makers making Kachuk the favorite in all these scoring series no. props at all. Top goal score, top point score, score three or more goals, but uh, and certainly you could do it. But like I say, I think Marsh is so uh, excellent value in that. And then you can also get the five plus goals, although I might stick more to the three plus goals. I want to say about the score five goals or more in the series. Be careful here because this is the Stanley Cup final. Teams are really locking in defensively. The goaltending from Hill and Bobrovsky has been pretty good. Everyone goes above and beyond the call of duty to block shots, you know, in the Stanley Cup final. When you're that close to getting your name on the Stanley Cup and being a champion, you'll go above and beyond the call of duty to uh, basically block a shot, make sure you help your goaltender out. And so it's going to be a little bit more difficult, I think, for goals to come by once we get to the Stanley cup final. So that's why with this prop in particular, to score a player to score five or more goals in the series, be careful with this one. It's uh, I, I, I don't think it's easy at this stage of the playoff to say, yeah, as good as the player is. Yeah. Score five goals for me uh, in the series when the checking is so tight. Got to have one of those really big games, one of those big games, two, three goal games. Yeah. Something like, like, like Pavelski a- did a game one against Seattle, right? right. He had that yeah. four goal game. Yep. Yeah, that, that that that's definitely a long shot there. Yeah, there's no doubt. And there's kind of one that I think you mentioned, right? Team that wins game one wins the series. Uh, oh, minus 240. A little pricey. A little too juicy for me with that price there. Uh, minus 240. But uh, uh, definitely, I think, Vegas, there's uh, – I like that. Stanley Cup handoff. What is that? Uh, is that – oh, who's going to get the Stanley Cup first? Wow, that's pretty crazy. You could bet that. Who gets the Stanley Cup first? Oh, uh, wow. I, wow. I, I assume that's what that is. Or no, the handoff, because the captain, obviously. So they got Bob the at one yeah, night. Bob. Wow. Uh, wow, they got, a lot of, they got a lot of lines favoring Florida, don't they? Yeah, they do. Uh, Bobrovsky, Mar- well, they got Marcia, so Eichel, Carlson. And then Marsh- Mar- oh, Mark Stahl's up there because of how long he's been in the league. Definitely. You know, and uh, they they give they always give like the the older players, you know, especially ones that have never won the cup that first, you know, one of the first cracks at you know hoisting it over when they do the procession of handing the cup to every player. So that's interesting. I never in a million years would have thought I'd see this as an option for betting. But there you go, Stanley Cup handoff. Uh, Pretty. What do you think about series total games here? 
uh, in this one? Uh, do you think it's a short series, a long series? Usually what I like to do, especially if the, I think the series is going to be fairly competitive, I'll go with the uh, over, I'll go with six and seven games. Usually they're both a plus price. And if one of them hits, you're profitable. But I, I, it's hard for me to envision a sweep with either of these teams. Yeah, I, I definitely see some games here. Um, I, I don't mind five and a half laying one ninety. Um, I, I, there's no way. There's no way. They, this, these are two of the best teams in the NHL right now, and the best defensive teams in the NHL right now. Yeah, I'll tell you who the value is for Conn Smythe Trophy. And this is always, this is now, of course, look, a lot of my Conn Smythe Trophy uh, bets have bit the dust. Pavelski I had for Dallas and Jake Ottinger I had for Dallas. And uh, unfortunately, they're out now. So, uh, but look, Bobrovsky, look, if Florida wins, it's Bobrovsky or Kachuk. Throw everybody else out. No one else is getting it except Bobrovsky or Kachuk. If Florida wins the Stanley Cup. I think... Due to having that addition of Lion, Kachuk's got to get it. Because yeah, because Lion started the first few games and then yeah. Bobrovsky came against I mean, Boston. But then yeah. Bob, it's that's a, t- it's a tough one. I w- I think with how well Kachuk has really played in one games, um, literally that yeah, I would take that value at three twenty five. And again, we're seeing these all fl- favoring Florida. I agree. I mean, it was kind of it's kind of one of those deals where if it was the other way around, I'd say probably a little value on Bob. But now that Bob's the favorite plus two hundred, uh, Kachuk plus three twenty. I'd rather have Kachuk plus three twenty five. Yeah, I think, because I think it's a virtual coin flip right now going in because you saw Bobrovsky have that shutout against Carolina when he was spectacular, and I'm like, wow, I think that's probably vaulted Bobrovsky ahead of Kachuk for the Conn Smythe for Stanley Cup playoffs MVP based on that shutout, but then Kachuk comes back and has that series winning goal. Uh, the very next game was a few seconds left and it's like, wow, now Kachuk's probably back in the lead for the con Smythe. Like it's, they're going back and forth on this. So I think because it's so close, take the plus three twenty five instead. If Aiden Hill gets two shutouts, you know, is he completely out of that? He, that's a good point. I mean, I think Marcia so is my guide for it for Vegas uh, again right. at plus six fifty, right? Uh, Eichel too, because he's, but, I think Marcia so has been even stronger than Eichel the last oh, time, yeah. I would say, several games. So I'd, I'd rather, again, I'd rather a plus 650 than plus 375. So if I'm going with someone for Vegas, it's Marcia so. He is a dark horse, though, Aiden Hill. Like if Aiden Hill has a puts yeah. a blanket on this Florida team yeah. here in the Stanley Cup finals, and you can bet it right now at 12 to 1, you know, plus 1200, it's not bad taking a flyer on that right now. Say, hey, Aiden Hill has got supreme confidence right now. He just shut out Dallas in a series clinching game on the road. How's that for building your and boosting your confidence going into the Stanley Cup final? That's not a bad shot to take at 12 to 1. No, not the way he's been playing. No way. And there's no, and, and, if, and if he allows one goal a game, they, they get a sweep or something of that nature, there's no doubt in my mind he needs to be in the talking for it. Yeah. Um, the only other dark horse, like, uh, I would say right now is if he has an unbelievable series, I wouldn't rule out at that crazy, at that big 40 to one that you see there, Chandler Stevenson, because he's had a really, really good, he was excellent in the first round, very good against Edmonton. He didn't do nearly as much in the, in the, uh, Dallas series. So that's why he's probably fallen behind the, uh, pace a little bit in the Conn Smythe, uh, uh, pecking order. 
but Chandler Stevenson with a huge Stanley Cup finals, he'd be I don't think he'd win it, but he'd be a dark horse. And sometimes that's all you need to take, you know, in terms of taking that price there at 40 to one plus four thousand there on Chandler Stevenson. Yeah, I think the Dallas series kind of hurt his his odds here. Yeah, for sure. It definitely did. So some excellent looking props there uh, for the uh, series props there. A bunch that I mentioned just now that I'm uh, targeting. Uh, a lot of them revolving around Jonathan Marsh. So uh, for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, a surprise, surprise. Uh, definitely enjoying uh, or liking the way he's playing. And I think at the prices you're getting with so many of those props, um, you're going to be able to, uh, uh, I think, cash a couple of those. And certainly I like him to get three goals. I mean, that one especially at plus 110. And even Kachuk, like uh, Jimmy mentioned, right? Minus 140. Doesn't feel like we're asking too much. And minimum four games. And if it goes six or seven, that's going to be an even greater possibility for Kachuk, Marcia So, or anyone else just to get three goals, even if it is a well-defensed, well, uh, great goaltending in that series and well-defended on both sides. You're only asking for three goals in four and a, or even a possible seven games. It's very doable for guys like Kachuk or Marcia So. Yeah, I like Marceau's props. I really, really do. Um, this guy's been putting the puck in the back of that. And Kachuk's just been – it's been unbelievable. I can't believe that those odds are almost – I can almost not believe that that's at minus 140. Uh, I'm definitely going to do a little bit more research into that, and I might be getting down on that pretty heavy. Could be one game. You know, that, that's how well the, these – you know, th there will be one game that's a high-scoring game in this series. Uh, we, there's no doubt about that. Um, but they're I, both I, hat trick capable, Kachuk yeah, and Marshall. Uh, so no question. It's are they hat trick capable in the Stanley Cup final when the defense is just so that's the focus and you're this close and there's going to be blocking shots left and right. The defensemen forwards are going to try to block shots as well, help out their goalie. It's not going to be as easy to get the puck to the net, you know, at this stage of the playoffs. Even that being said, you're only asking for three goals you know, in the entirety of the series, which I think is a doable. Uh, we're going to wrap up in a few minutes, but I want to ask you about the coverage because the Stanley Cup finals on TNT this year, and everyone's been uh, pretty harsh on ESPN uh, for their coverage of the NHL. A lot of people are glad in the States that it's on TNT this year, uh, the Stanley Cup finals. And I like their studio crew. You know, they're trying to emulate the success of the NBA. And I think they've got a nice thing going with Biz Nasty, uh, Paul Bissonette, and uh, Anson Carter, Liam McHugh, uh, Henrik Lundqvist, Wayne Gretzky's there now for the yeah. conference finals and the stand. They got a good thing going with that. And ESPN's just been a lot of mistakes, a lot of, you know, mediocre coverage from start to finish, not giving hockey respect, putting the fucking baseball game that one night, uh, yeah. not leaving the baseball game in a 9-1 game in the ninth inning to get to Edmonton, Vegas on time. It was a disgrace to see that. I know a lot of people in the States, Jimmy, they're happy that TNT's got the final this year. I'll tell you right now, uh, not a lot of people know who Biz is, and people are starting to watch TNT because of one person. So, kind of like the Barkley Shack thing or whatever, people like them. But yeah. you know, I'm I'm surprised to be quite honest with you. He made it through the entire year on this pregame. The stuff that I've been hearing him saying, there's been some stuff in the gray area with Biz, yeah. and uh, but he he makes me tune in. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Because it is phenomenal. He's cheering, cheering every single game for the Leafs. Leafs are shutting him down. <laughs> it's been phenomenal to watch. And uh, like you said, Gretzky was on there. Uh, 
Chirping him too, Gretzky was saying at least the Leafs are on milk cartons. He said to Biz and one yes. of his shows it was hilarious. And yeah, and like they're they're yeah, it's it, and it's more of a professional based. Um, it, I just feel like it's all opinionated for this ESPN coverage right now. It's just like Shaq's just talking about. I don't think he's good. Or Barkley's like, oh, like last night when the Heat won. Perfect example. Uh, Barkley's like, the better team didn't win. I don't care what anybody says. Like, I don't want to hear that. Like, the better team won. They won seven games. The better team came out on top. I don't care about Charles Barkley's opinion, you know. And even when you're watching some of these other uh, um, commentators on TNT, it's it's all about the facts. It's all about in-game. They're breaking down the game for you. They have those tablets in front of them right there. They're kind of drawing things up. I mean, I, I it puts good light to the game it helps people especially in america understand the game a little bit more um and like i said it's a little bit more professional but they have the raw side with biz um and it's yeah. just it's very very good people uh, and the thing with biz is look some people uh, and i think he's entertaining he's hilarious and some people and some people do think that too but they also think yeah he's not maybe as hockey his hockey intellect isn't nearly as sharp but then you know if you actually watch him because yeah i know he can come across as you know, a jokester and comedy and, and meathead sometimes i get that and he's got some of that in him but you watch him on that whiteboard you know yeah. on a tnt pregame and he's drawing up and diagramming what one team's trying to do against yeah. the other i mean you could, a, a coach in the league couldn't do a better job than that yeah i i, I love that i think it's phenomenal and i think yeah. that they need to figure out how to get the rest of america onto that and uh have them buy into it you want to know why Biz is still there? Because TNT said this about their NBA show and the same thing I'm sure with the NHL show since it's the same network. They just let their personalities on the air be themselves. Say what yeah. they want. Be true. Be honest. Uh, and say what say what you feel. As long as you're not cursing left and right. They should, I don't right. think they have too many issues. You know, and uh, right now that's uh, – that, that's I enjoy being able to do that here. Obviously on network television you can't. But at the same point in time, yeah, I think they just allow them to be themselves. And that's why it's so popular, and that's why it's uh, such a great show to watch. So ESPN uh, needs to uh, take notes on that. Uh, this is uh, an awesome stuff with our guy, uh, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy, we'll wrap up, and we've got a couple ads to run, and then we'll come back and we'll wrap up the uh, show. But uh, thanks. Hopefully everyone enjoyed this. Uh, make sure if you're watching this on YouTube, you hit the like button. Uh, we appreciate it uh, very much. We've only got a handful of Ice Guys shows left now uh, as the NHL season winding down with the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, we're trying to get Bobby Ryan back on the show. Uh, he joined us during the playoffs last year. Uh, we're hoping to have him back this year uh, in the uh, Stanley Cup Finals as long as we can find some time for it to, it to fit his schedule. We've got great longtime hockey broadcaster Paul Romanuk uh, joining us uh, during the Stanley Cup Final. We've got a few more current and former player guests lined up uh, throughout the Stanley Cup Final. We hope to get Eddie Lack back on the show again uh, as well. So lots of good guests coming up. Uh, for the remainder of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs and into the finals. Uh, we will wrap up this show with our guy, Ghost Picks Jimmy, in just a moment, right after we hear from our sponsors, Gramco and Manscaped. Support for the Ice Gas is brought to you by Gramco. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, court, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 THC products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products, including vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable, legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. Gramco is also available at many American retailers as well. 
You can get the best Delta cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. And if you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you will get 20% off of every order. And any order that's on the site over $50 will be shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS. That's promo code I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls that you can preserve. The Performance Package 4.0 is the complete accessory package to take care of everything that is required. You've got, of course, the Lawnmower 4.0, takes care of your facial hair, uh, and among other things, uh, you've got, of course, the Weed Whacker. I'm approaching 40. Nose hair has become a major issue. It pisses the hell out of me. I need to take care of that shit, and the Weed Whacker can help you do that. Both of these products, waterproof and a 4,000K LED spotlight for a more precise shave. And you'll also be able to take care of those delicate areas with the ball toner, with the ball deodorant. Keep you smelling good, looking good, and feeling good down in the nether regions. This complete performance package 4.0 will take care of everything for you, for all you guys out there. And it's courtesy of our good friends at Manscaped.com. So get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we are back here on the uh, Ice Guys, and we're ready to wrap up the uh, show. Uh, we always wrap up with the best bet segment, Jimmy. So um, I know it's uh, if it's the series price, uh, if it's one of the series props we talked about, uh, if you got a best bet for us, what do you got? I'm definitely going Kachuk, three goals, minus 140. There you go. Matthew Kachuk, minus 140. Jimmy's saying, yeah, he's favored in that prop, but he's favored for a reason. Uh, Matthew Kachuk, minus 140 to get at least three goals uh, in the uh, Stanley Cup final. I'm going to go with that. Um, uh, I'm going to go with that top goal score in the series prop. I'm going to go for a little bang for my buck for best bet here. Uh, actually, I'll go with most points because he's even been better with the point production uh, here in the uh, Dallas series and as well going back to the Edmonton series. We'll take Jonathan Marcheseau so plus 650 to be the leading point scorer, most points in the Stanley Cup finals. Jonathan Marcheseau, Vegas Golden Knights, plus 650. I think that is a absolutely great price, and we'll roll with that for a best bet for the Stanley Cup Finals. Jimmy, this has been a pleasure, and we'll definitely bring you back uh, on the uh, show uh, later in the future at some point. But uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, give us some final thoughts before we uh, sign off and say goodbye. Uh, I'm excited for the Stanley Cup. There's nothing else to say. Uh, two great cities. Go Panthers. Um I guess, but uh, I think I think I'm going to be rolling with you on some uh, some Vegas props here for sure. There we go. Exactly. You got the Panthers jersey; they're near and dear to your heart. But 
you know, you kind of think Vegas has got the real chance here in this series, the minus 130 with the uh, series price. Uh, and that's where and I, I'm on liking Vegas a little bit too. That being said, I have a small, tiny future on them to win the cup. It's very small before the playoffs began. Right. So I might do a little hedge thing again with Florida because Florida's beaten my other futures. Why not go for the fucking trifecta at this point? No you already time. knocked out Boston. You already knocked out Carolina. I had futures on them. Why don't you take out Vegas, my other future too? Why not? Right. You've, you've done it all playoffs. You might as well keep fucking doing it at this point. So I think I feel I got to hedge again with Florida a little bit. Uh, here in this uh, series great stuff follow him on twitter ghost picks jimmy at ghost picks underscore uh, ats we thank him for joining us as our special guest today i'm ian cameron enjoy the stanley cup finals and we'll talk to you again next time right here on the ice guys presented by national hockey now 